0: All right. What's up, everybody? This is Eddie McQuaid, and I'm here with my boy, Raekwon Ben Bennett, and this is Ben and Eddie's sports podcast. Welcome aboard.
1: Um, what's good, y'all? So, we are two Giants and Knicks fans, unfortunately, but... Yeah,
0: very unfortunate.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's unfortunate, but hey, we have a bright future ahead with Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones, Darius Slayton, and all those guys. So, R.J. Barrett, yeah. all those guys. So, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we're coming back. So, don't kind of – Yeah, let's
0: the God's ears. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can't really say the same thing about the Knicks, though. I guess not. I mean, the Knicks, as we all know, they – I mean, I do like R.J. Barrett. I do like Mitchell Robinson. But, sadly, it seems like they never get out of their own way and they can't do anything right. But the Giants still – I mean, they do have some nice pieces. They do still need a defense. I do like them picking Andrew Thomas, but sadly he's going to have to go up against uh, Chase Young and um, Fletcher Cox and um, DeMarcus Lawrence forever. So hopefully he can protect uh, our quarterback and produce holes for Saquon.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, Chase Young, Chase Young, he's a stud. DeMarcus Lawrence, he's a stud. I don't know if
0: the Eagles got somebody, um, yeah, but. Um. Yeah, Fletcher Cox is just the first pass rusher I thought of, but I don't know if he lines up on the same side as uh, Andrew Thomas. But as long as we can get Nate Solder out of the left tackle spot, put him anywhere else, I don't care if it's, if it's still on the line or if it's on Pluto. Right. Yeah, because our, as we all know, our line stinks. Yeah. We'll I- for a while.
1: Well, well, we got some pieces, but on Nate Solder, he needs to go because I'm like I'm just tired of him. Like he <laughs> he does nothing for us.
0: Yeah, we've had lately. We haven't had a good left tackle since like 2007, probably.
2: <laughs> when we had a
0: line of uh, Rich Cyber, Kareem McKenzie, Luke Chris Christeney, and Sean O'Hara. Those are the glory days when we could actually protect our quarterback and.
1: Exactly. Sadly,
0: it hasn't been that, that way for years now. Exactly.
1: All right, so on to the first topic, which was... Hold on. Yeah, this is our first episode, so sorry for not being prepared, but we're
0: going <laughs> to... Well, one thing that, that we were going to talk about was the Madden ratings and how since we already just brought up Saquon... Yeah. Um, I know a couple of days ago, uh, what's it called? The, um, they said he was like the seventh best running back in terms of uh, overall rating. And he was an 89. And then apparently a day or two later, they actually updated it and gave him a 92, which is a little more respectable. But
1: but the rating is still low. It, it's still low. Like, he, he at least deserves to be a 95. Like...
0: I'm, I, I mean, I... here's how I viewed it. Christian McCaffrey, no doubt in my mind, 99. I, I can totally respect that. But it, you can't sit here and tell me that at the time of the first time I saw the ratings, that he was seven points better than the entire field. Like, yeah, is he the best back in football? I would say so. Or at least top two. But I uh, Saquon and Zeke and, and uh, maybe one other guy or two, I thought all should have been ninety five.
1: I mean, my thing is... Uh, it's it's Christian McCaffrey and Saquon. as the top two, and then in my own personal opinion, I think Derek Henry Derek Henry is number three, because if you saw those stats last season, like he rushed over nearly yeah, over, runs over that shit was fucking insane. So he's top three for me too. And then you know you got Zeke Daphne Cook. Joe Mixon and all
0: those guys, Avram tamam Kamara, you got all those guys. But um, yeah, they Madden thing. Madden when they first released the game said that Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook, and um, Joe Mixon and Aaron Jones are all better than Saquon. They all gave. I think they gave him the same rating as uh, Josh Jacobs. So I don't know about you, but I guess I'm not buying Madden this year.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go buy Madden, but it's just like the ratings are just. I mean, we know the cowboy. We know cowboys fan makes these
0: ratings, so it's, it's it's surprising. I mean, look, I do agree that they did disrespect Zeke and Saquon, but I mean Zeke. I'll say this, even though I know a lot of people don't agree, he should be ranked a little bit higher than what non-Cowboys fans say because the way I see it is, yeah, Zeke does run behind an elite offensive line. Like you have um, Tyron Smith at left tackle, Zach Zach Martin, who I think is arguably the best guard in football. Um, like if we they they know how to draft offensive linemen, but at the same time, I think Zeke is the most important piece to that Cowboys team because when you take him away, Dak shows his true colors. Like he, Dak is not a good quarterback in my opinion. He's I hope to God though the Cowboys give him a huge contract. Dave, for to God, please, please. Give him forty million a year, please.
1: Yeah, please.
0: Like, like Zeke. Zeke makes that Cowboys offense go because when you take away the running game, Dak can't win games by himself.
1: Yeah, you're right. But even Zeke is—I I would say Zeke is good, but he's not that good because last season he rushed for three hundred and run carries, and his longest—you you, want to guess what his longest um, yards in the game was? Like long, longest um, rushing yards in the game.
0: His longest run? um
1: Yeah, his longest run.
0: I, I mean, I don't – I I want to say that it it wasn't even that long. It probably wasn't only like 30 yards. I don't know this out 30, of the – 30, 30, 30, It was 33 yards. Okay, that's not too bad. But I'm pretty sure uh, Saquon had a – I mean, I could be wrong, but I think he had like a 60-yard touchdown run on the Eagles in the finale. But sadly – that no, was the last one. Well, he
1: had a couple of more rushing oh, like over fifty in, in a couple of games. Like I remember the Redskins game, like he just well, yeah know. the
0: Redskins game he destroyed them. But but I mean here's the way I see it: Zeke I think is better in between the tackles. But if you get Saquon in space, then it's either you're gonna get him or he's gonna hit a home run and just run away. <laughs> like Zeke I think is better in between the tackles, but Saquon like he does his work better when he's in open space.
1: Exactly. Like, look at the Lions game for example, but like, he, like, he, like, he killed that defender. It was, it was fucking insane. Yeah.
0: Cause like, I, like, I remember, um, going through like the box scores and all that Part, Like, I remember how Saquon, uh, was terrible against the Jets, but it's because they know he, you can't get him out in space. So that's why you only have 13 carries for one yard. Cause the Jets know if you get him out in space, then it's dangerous, but just keep him in between the box. And the tackles, and you could contain them. Sadly, though, uh, we lost that game because of freaking Jamal Adams stripping the ball. But it was what it was.
1: Yeah. So, um, de- so there goes the Madden ratings, all that, um, shit. So, the next topic we are going to talk about is, I guess, let's talk about Pat- Patrick Mahomes. Let's, could we, yeah, that contract though. That contract was fucking insane
0: bro honestly like when I was reading it the first thing that came to my mind is has anybody even gotten 200 million dollars off one NFL contract because I can't remember if that ever happened like no. um no like, I, I, I,
1: no like nobody has I, I haven't seen that contract in um in all the football before.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure the most amount of money I've ever seen in one contract was like maybe what, like 160 ish. And that's usually, it's always for a quarterback. Like Miles Garrett just got a $125 million extension. And that's for the richest deal for a non quarterback. But the Chiefs say, all right, hold my beer. We're going to multiply that by five.
1: I'm like, God damn. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, no, I mean, he deserves that contract, though, because he, he is a fucking good football player. Like,
0: Oh, well, yeah, he's the best quarterback in the league. Yeah, he is.
1: Like, year one, I mean, I don't count the first year, but the, like the second year, like, he almost went to the Super Bowl. He literally he won literally, MVP and won MVP. If, if it wasn't for that, if, if it wasn't for that defense, hmm. that probably wouldn't have won the Super Bowl that year. Uh, but probably. That year, so, I mean, it is what it is.
0: Yeah, honestly, I like, Patrick Mahomes. Like I'm older than him by two weeks, and he's already gonna make more money than I'm probably ever gonna see in my life. And he he's gonna have that set for like ten generations down the road. Like he, I could see him easily being a billionaire by like, age thirty, because like you got endorsements on the side, and if he's smart, he'll probably invest some of that in there. But like, like he's probably gonna go down as arguably the most talented quarterback we're ever gonna see play.
1: Facts. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. I just, I,
0: I want to know where the Chiefs are getting this money, though. <laughs>
1: Why? Because like, they got to pay Travis Kelsey. Ty, well, they already paid Tyreek Hill, but, and they just paid Frank Clark, Clark that money. So, like, yeah, they,
0: yo, And they gave Chris Jones $85 million. And I remember before before this uh offseason, like, I saw, like, uh, the Chiefs only had, like, less than a million dollars in cap space. I'm like, you can't even sign a first round pick with less than a million in casket. So how how is this working? But then I realized though Mahomes' contract is like really backloaded. So he's only gonna make like eighty he's still on his rookie deal for two years, so he's gonna make like eight hundred seventy-five thousand this year. And then I'm pretty sure it's five million next year. But then five years down the road, that's when the big money starts coming. So they will be fine for right now, but come twenty twenty Seven or whatever, they're going to be in real capital. <laughs> yeah, they'll be, be awesome. with it though.
1: But who cares? Because I, I can see them winning like three more uh, rings anyway. So I mean, <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, I mean, it's eas- that's obviously easier said than done. But obviously, they're going to be the favorites every year. Because I mean, you- you're going to have Mahomes, you're going to have Kelsey, you're going to have um, Hill. Like they're, I I think they're bringing back twenty two out of twenty four stars because the only one I know walked was a uh, Kendall Fuller.
1: Yeah, I mean that's a good. I mean that's good. You bring back most of the squad. I mean that's 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 awesome right there. Yeah,
0: but I mean obviously it's gonna be a lot harder now because I know we all know the Ravens are gonna have a chip on the shoulder because they were they had the best record and didn't show up in the playoffs. But um, I. I wouldn't sleep on uh, Cam Newton and the Patriots. I still think they're going to win the East. I don't know about how far they yep. go after that.
1: Exactly, because, you know, although, I mean, other than Josh Allen, like like the quarterbacks in the East are ass, so, I mean.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not the biggest Sam Darnold fan, but we all hear Jeff fans since, I mean, I live in New York, so we, I hear this all the time saying, yo, he's the best quarterback in the AFC East. Well, this was prior to Cam Newton signing, but – they also are saying, "Yo, thanks for Sam Donald because you guys took on Like, I mean, you're welcome to have uh, Sam Darnold because, in my opinion, I've been saying this uh, since draft day. Sam Donald reminded me too much of of Jameis because he turns the ball over too much. He does make smart decisions from time to time, but when he's like when he has a bad game, it is arguably the worst game you'll ever see out of a quarterback. Right? Like, the, like,
1: like, look at the Patriots game. He turned that he turned the ball over like. I want to say five or six times, like that shit yeah. was
0: crazy. Yeah, I I honestly think there was a time, there was a point in that game where he had like four straight possessions, and they all ended in a pick.
1: <laughs> oh my god, yeah, seeing that,
0: ghosts!
1: That shit was comical, right there. That shit was funny.
0: Yeah, oh, and hilarious. sad thing is that was on Monday Night Football for the whole world to see. So, I mean, I I'm not rooting against Sam. I want him to succeed, but I don't see him actually succeeding. Because I remember that I remember that year. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I wanted the Giants to get the success of the Eli, but as we all know, they didn't go that route. I did say though that J- Sam Darnold was gonna be the fourth best quarterback, maybe fifth best quarterback in that class. Because I was really high on Lamar Jackson and Josh Rosen, but obviously Rosen hasn't shown it that shown it well. Josh did, Allen, was I was two like two hit or miss like, on, and for, Baker Mayfield, yeah. I think is good.
1: Yeah, we was two picks away from Lamar. Like I was like. Oh my God! Like imagine, like imagine Saquon Lamar, Odell. Like imagine all that. Like we would have been good for a couple of years, man.
0: Yeah, I also remember um seeing on the Twitter account like old old the uh, freezing cold takes exposed or whatever it is. <laughs> they were saying how the Giants apparently wanted Mahomes and they couldn't get him, but I want if if only <laughs> team probably be a lot different now. But honestly. Well, I honestly also think at the same time Ben McAdoo probably would have screwed it up somehow. But Some McAdoo man. was apparently the what was the guy who wanted him badly, but Jerry Reese didn't pull the trigger. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, that's watching it. I mean, though, but honestly, though, the way I see it though is, um, say the Giants somehow did trade up for Mahomes, he probably does ride the bench his first year. Then Eli probably either retires early or. They part ways. They don't have Saquon because you're gonna have to give up the next year's first round pick. So that would have been Saquon, but him the Odell would have been would have been some Madden shit.
1: Uh, yeah, like I don't know, like we, this team would have been so much different if we had Mahomes. Like we wouldn't be like we would be in playoffs like I, I would play every every year
0: or so. Like something uh, like it's yeah. debatable. I mean, the Eagles and the Cowboys are still good. But um, as we all know, Dallas only does good against K teams, and unfortunately, we are a K team because they've owned us for like the last four or five years. And I'm, there, there is nothing more that I hate than losing to the goddamn Cowboys. I hate that team.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can't stand the Cowboys, and I think we, I think we have a chance to beat them, beating them this year because they have no defense. Like, like they, they legit have no defense. Like they got rid of Byron Jones to the Dolphins, so.
0: I mean, Byron Jones, I didn't think was worth $82 million, but apparently the Dolphins thought he was. But also shout out to the Dolphins for taking Eric Flowers and giving him $30 million because I don't understand how the hell we drafted him ninth overall. But that's why Jerry Reese is not a GM anymore.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Like, um, Yeah, we yeah. screwed up so many drafts. I want to beat the Eagles one time this year, too. Because we were so close to beating them, like so many years. Like you remember that game where we was 19 nineteen three, and they came back. I was like, "What
0: the fuck is going on?" Like <sighs> freaking hells. I mean, honestly, uh, the Eagles have given us the most heartbreaking losses in recent memory. Because I remember a few years back, Jake Elliott kicked a sixty-one yard field goal. Right. And, like I was, I was away at school at the time. Like I, I, went, I was at Sacred Art University in Fairfield, Connecticut, about two, three years ago, and and I remember just watching that in my dorm he drills it drills it from deep and I'm like you gotta be shitting me so then I go get food like a half hour later as soon as I go into like to the cafeteria there's three kids with Eagles ears and I'm like oh no 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 <laughs> I was like don't talk to me don't talk to me and they're like fly eagles fly and I saw okay. my John surgery on like oh, fuck my life I'm going <laughs> somewhere else <laughs> yeah. Nice. yeah but but honestly oh I would I I I would rather lose to the Eagles than to the goddamn Cowboys, just because I hate Cowboy fans more than yeah, in the Cowboys. They're so fucking delusional, and, and they have no brain cells. So yeah, well, at least at least the Redskins are the doormat for all of us. Too, but too bad. Um, right. This topic's coming up later. The Redskins team name is te- is no longer in existence right now because apparently, wa- because Washington is changing their name to... Whatever they decide to change it to. I mean, I'll always
1: call them the Redskins, so so it really doesn't matter to me or the Foreskins. Like I'll always just call them that. But yeah,
0: well, well, since uh we brought the Redskins, we do have a Redskins fan who um would like to discuss his opinion on this, so we're gonna invite him. His name is Ian Dennis. So let me just get in touch with him real quick, and we'll ask for his opinion.
1: Yeah, let me get him in there real quick. <laughs>
0: All right.
2: How we doing?
1: Hey, Ian. What's What's up, up, brother?
2: Doing, doing just fine on this uh, fine uh, Friday. So.
0: All right. So we were we were just talking a little bit about the Redskins and. I know, uh, sadly, they haven't been a good football team as of late, but as we all know, they currently will not be called that name anymore. So tell us your opinions on it.
2: Well, so seems like a very fire question of you to ask me that just right off the bat on uh, such a hot topic on these days. Well, here's, since this is an opinion, I know I might get attacked for this, but just bear with me. (sighs) Changing a football team's name from a from a from an image of a Native American that is real compared to Cleveland Indians, which was a cartoon, changing the name of a sports team like that is not gonna stop is not gonna stop police brutality. Because first things first, that is where this has originated from. This has originated from well, this from all the from all the news that we've seen in the past couple months from the protests and from the mobs and loads of virtue signaling going on. And you've seen other companies drop and Jeremiah if I'm pronouncing that correctly. And Oregon and Oregon State saying, oh, we're dropping the East Civil War because apparently like that's gonna solve racism. This is sort of in the same topic of, of that as well. This, it only came to fruition at this point because companies threatened to pull their, pull their minority stakes in In the team. So Snyder had really no choice but to either fight, like fight for a team name, but lose millions upon millions of dollars. And then, two, just it got, yeah, like I said, it got to a point where it wasn't beneficial to fight anymore. So he really didn't have much of a way of going at it. So now. One thing to note, if I can look this up at this very moment, Walter Blackie Wetzel, if I pronounce that correctly, a black fleet leader, designed the Redskins logo in 1972, inspired by Chief Two-Guns Whitecaf. It made us also proud to have an Indian on a big-time big time team. It's only a small group of radicals who oppose these names. Indians are proud of Indians. Another thing to point out is His son, that can yeah. His son pointed out how one of the one of the reasons he was actually for the name change was he was is that he didn't like how is that he's not exactly a fan of how Redskins might necessarily group every Native American together in sort of one group just because there are many tribes, not just one. But he was sad to see the logo go because of. How it depicted the image of a real faced Native American. So, and this is, and this is, of course, all of my personal thought, but a lot of it just feels like a lot of this woke mob is full of mostly, yeah, I'm going to say it, white people who are feeding off, who are trying to feed off neg- negative news to say that their stance is the best when you have some when you have plenty of natives who actually quite frankly do support the name now of course there are also natives who do not support the name but it's it's all a question of balance here but naturally negativity drives the news so the news will be full of negativity on those words and then it'll just start sounding like the dominant opinion. Good points, very good points, very good points. that's a idea because, that's
0: the one thing that rubbed me off the wrong way when they decided to change the name. It's like, okay, if Native Americans actually found the name, like, to be racist, then, yeah, change the name. But don't do it because Nike's like, all right, we're not going to sponsor you. And same thing with FedEx. It's like, all right, then screw up. Let, let the people who are actually, we named the team after, say that they have a problem. Don't listen to, to money because, sadly, the money makes the world go around. And correct me if I'm wrong, too, but um, when George Marshall moved the team to Washington. He named the team Redskins because the first coach of the team happened to be Native American. He thought it paid homage. I think it was Star William something. It, like I forgot the coach's William name. Henry I, De- William
2: Henry Dietz. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's what it was. They named the they named it after him. And if he didn't have a problem with it, then I don't know why it took it took like generation after generation after generation when the Redskins were also winning Super Bowls too. It's like, all right, now we have a problem in 2020. Like, where was this energy in 1930?
2: One thing to factor is that uh, it's claimed that Dietz's uh, true identity does tend to be controversial a little bit. But no, you're absolutely correct. Fact still remains. Fact still remains. Now, whether he was part Native American or not, just like considering at the time if he, if if he truly had Native American ties and he liked this name, something seems kind of off here. Another thing that can say, people will now people will also tell me, well, most Native Americans will have a voice a lot more have a bigger voice now than say twenty years ago, thirty years ago, four years ago, fifty years ago, that's correct. I totally understand that, but as you ever mentioned with with Dietz, if he really did have Native American ties and then the person who designed the logo was also a black black Fleet leader, then like. Why and why are we not promoting their word on it? Shouldn't we promote be promoting all Native American voices and not just ones that are negative and then negative from people who are not of Native American descent? I agree. I mean, I
0: mean the way I always saw it too, because I, I want to say this is maybe four four or five years ago. They. I wanna say it was the Washington Post. They had polls where they interviewed Native Americans and apparently ninety percent of them didn't have a problem with the name. Yeah, that uh, was like
2: five yeah, it was like five years ago. And
0: Yeah, I and mean so, I don't know how many it's people not a su- I don't think it Australia
2: was a, I don't think it was a super big base and for and like we would need to use more than just that to prove a point, but nope, it's absolutely correct. Like, yeah their well, like, fans out there's a video there's a video uh posted that i retweeted how many native americans are interviewed and they say like some of them were fans of the team because of the name like reminding yeah. them of their heritage yeah
0: like i personally know two redskins fans in my town so shout out to my friends uh george and jr if you ever see this video for being the two redskins fans in the tri-state area but they both became redskins fans because they thought that the name paid homage to their native american heritage because JR, his dad was on my little one of my little league baseball coaches, and shout out to Mr. Stewart for always giving me rods. But um, he was he's a big Native American, and he said he said the name paid homage, and he just fell in love with the team. And same thing with George. And now, George, I spoke to George about this, and he said that he's like really he hates the NFL right now for what how they handled this. And I do agree with his case as as a fan of a rival. I think it's like, I think it's bullshit that they have to listen to Nike and FedEx instead of the people. Uh, this is
2: going to, this is going to be a, per, this is going to be a big personal opinion. So I know I'm going to sound like a smart ass as I say this, but yeah, go. Yeah. Nike. That's hilarious. Same comp, same company, same company that has nothing, nothing to say about, about, uh, China's imprisonment of Muslims in concentration camps and, uh, continuing to defend the NBA, but lo and behold, the sports team's name that some that plenty of Native Americans are proud to see of, and like their logo is so bad they need to threaten to pulse sponsorships and stakes. Something like you know, that sounds a little fishy.
0: Yeah, honestly if if I was Dan Snyder, I'd be mean, like, all right, Nike, uh, see you on your see you on your way out the door. We'll go to Under Armour. <laughs> but it but
2: my, dude, but, like I said like, like I said at the top, there's only, only so much money can talk. And you yep. can only ignore so much of it.
0: Yeah, it's sadly true. Most of us have
2: not been in the position where we had to choose either between giving up a team name or losing millions upon millions of dollars.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I wish I only had a few million dollars lying around. <laughs> <laughs> Could probably, probably, but obviously. Cash money! Cash money! But... I I mean, I honestly do think, though, in spite of all this drama that's going on in our nation's capital, I, I think Washington does have a bright future out of them. I do like Dwayne Haskins, even though most Giant fans will say that he's a bona fide scrub. I believe in him. And I, I've even told Ian some, like, some crazy points of how Dwayne Haskins could actually win MVP this year. I don't know how accurate that could be, but... I thought of, like, these random conspiracy theories. I'm like, yo, that adds up to that. I'm like, yeah. But Chase Young, know, I know, is going to dominate us for the next 15 years because I know uh, when we played y'all um, in weeks 15 or 16, we both were trying to 16. lose that game. So, yeah. 16, yeah. I remember on Twitter, everybody was like, no, don't win the freaking game. Like, we, were, we both, both wanted ba- to lose Yeah, that but, dude, so
2: both fan bases were like, that was hilarious. Dude, I was yeah.
1: When i was like why the fuck did we win this fucking game i was, I was pissed like
2: yeah we
0: were up like 21 nothing in that game and then we blew the lead and then i mean it was a great game but it was like why did we have to win?"
2: bro even at the end of regulation so many of the fans are just like case keenum what, like "What are is like what are you trying to do? save your job for a meaningless game <laughs> you guys got the overtime touchdown and i saw so many let's go's <laughs> on my timeline
0: yeah, I mean funny thing enough is when um Jones threw that touchdown, game, um Landon Collins was covering um who caught that touchdown, I forgot his name, Scott Simonson. Oh yeah. Yeah, when yeah, Landon Collins is the guy covering him and of course as we all know he was a foreign giant now he's on Washington. And I remember when um you guys got him, I was actually pretty pissed about that because I thought Dave Gellman was a complete moron. <laughs> But I still think that's true to a certain extent, because as we all know, um, we all had meltdowns when we drafted Daniel Jones six overall. But obviously, that's uh, that's our franchise quarterback, so we got root for the best.
2: And the thing about Collins is the entire the entire Redskins defense was just like flip, flip, flop, flip. Got everything. Like, like Ryan Kerrigan had a pretty bad year. Deron Payne didn't exactly have many big plays. I think Jonathan Allen was hurt for a majority of it. And then, like, a guy like Collins, too, it's just like plucked all over the place. And what was one of our strong suits in 2018 before Alex Smith got hurt? It just phew, was just abysmal. And yeah. now, I mean, do you guys. Josh, the- and then Josh Norman was. His. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Josh Norman. That's why he is
1: out here. So. Yeah, he's a bitch. But um, do you guys think you wouldn't do you guys think you only won the, one the, one the did one did in 2018 if Alice Smith didn't
2: get hurt? Yes. I could you I might be that. biased, but I am pretty convinced of that.
1: Because <laughs> you guys were doing good. Y'all was like six and two before he
2: got hurt. I was like, damn. Six and three. Six yeah. and yeah. shit. Like y'all,
0: y'all Yeah, was, and then, then was, like, went yeah we beat
2: Dallas. We beat Dallas and I think it was around week seven. Well, I'll tell you that. I'd be hyped though because I'm gonna try to beat Dallas so bad. I was like, Always, we
0: haven't beaten Dallas in like three or
2: four years. Yeah, it was kind of crazy from that uh one season when they went 13 and three, except you beat them twice. Damn, yeah,
0: I remember being hyped
2: and then we haven't been the same. That was kind of wild, but no, that's that season. Um, let me find the right words to this 425 game beat, beat rival Dallas at home, like some. Many of us sort of thought that was a just a big statement win that's like, hey, we are gonna be we're gonna be a sort of not force not necessarily forced to be reckoned with, but sort of a quiet sleeper could win the division by like a couple of games and and sort of see how how we stack up against the rest of the league. But then you know and the thing about Alex Smith that goes unlooked is yeah, people say he was sort of a check down specialist and not, ex- not exactly big on those long throws, but he you can see how the way the team was after he got hurt, he held that locker room together and tight. Mm-hmm. Like his his locker room <clears throat> presence was dearly missed. I mean I, agree. You wonder, I mean you want you wonder why a guy like Patrick Mahomes is where he is now. He is specifically said himself. He attributes a lot of his growth to Alex Smith himself. And there's a reason why many Chiefs fans like still love him to this day. Like for and so like, for those two months that I mean, obviously he was in the locker room, he made a quick he made a quick quick relationships with the rest of the team, and we sort of, we enjoyed having him. And then once he was gone, it, it was just a total crapshoot. Yeah, like I saw a couple of Chiefs
0: fans say, like, um, Alex Smith was good enough to go into the Chiefs Ring of Honor. I don't know about that, but I think he helped Mahomes definitely get to where he is because he's like a great mentor, a great leader, and a great like he's like a great bridge quarterback. So he built the
2: found he built the foundations.
0: Yeah, so I think he can definitely teach Haskins a thing or two. And I I still believe in Dwayne Haskins. I think he's going to be good, especially now with Ron Rivera. But I know a bunch of um, people on my fan base say that he sucks,
2: but I guess we'll have to see. Some of us do the same thing to Daniel Jones, but it's also just because it's rivalries and division oh, quarterbacks. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, Eddie, you know me. I I love Duke, so naturally, I still love I still love DJ. Yeah.
0: Fuck, you! will see all day. You will see. All oh yeah, Benza, Benza, cheaters. Targets.
2: No, we're not cheaters. I don't
0: have a side in this, but no, we're not. But <laughs>
2: I know how Eddie uh feels when he's uh sapped me uh many times.
0: Oh uh, no, I remember when the Giants drafted Daniel Jones, I like lost my shit because Josh Allen was sitting right there, defensive man. We needed a pass rusher and then it's like with a six hole fake you take Daniel Jones like Why yeah, of,
2: Okay, but how much of an upgrade would Josh Allen be? Oh.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, our D-line hasn't been that great in years, so it might have been a slight upgrade. I know Marcus Golden surprised a lot of people last year and had, like, time to have sex, but apparently they're Maybe still too lost battle. on a contract. But I guess we'll figure that out. But at the same time, though, um, they probably – so well, they probably would have still drafted a quarterback later because they had another first-round pick, but it probably would have been, like, Drew Locke, I guess. Or maybe if Haskins was still falling then they would have been like, oh snap. I'm pretty Why? sure get him. You guys, go get him. You guys all
2: a lot of you guys like we both wanted Haskins if he was on yeah. the table.
0: I mean yeah. I'll
2: the dude threw fifty touchdowns his sophomore year. Well
0: yeah. I mean I did say though that if they were to get a quarterback. They should have gotten it the year before, but obviously they didn't go that route. But once they traded Odell, and I remember I was pissed about that. I was like, all right, now that they have two first-round picks, there, there's no way they're not walking out of that draft without a quarterback.
2: And especially, yeah, especially considering like at that point, you sort of knew Eli had only had at least one year, one year at one year minimum, up. two at max, and then ended up yeah. at one. Another thing about no, another thing about Haskins is. We've been pretty garbage ever since we let our good wide receivers walk for absolutely nothing. Yeah, like you have James. Jordan, we had, had Jordan, we had we no, we well, no, we ended up releasing him, but it's just like he's always injury prone. Um, let Pierre Garçon walk, let Sean Jackson walk, and it's just like, okay, well, where is our offense? Roger, like, just nowhere, nowhere to be seen. So, you know, so now, thank, I mean, thankfully Haskins has. Gary McLaurin, and, uh... Well, I, Caleb Harmon, I think... What, what
0: Who's the wide receiver that just tore his
2: Um, so I don't know. I can't remember. It. I can't remember. Yeah,
0: I, I saw the picture of him, like, in the hospital getting the surgery with the thumbs
2: yeah. up or something like that. Mm-hmm. But,
0: um, I also saw, like, uh, a picture on Instagram where they said, like, apparently Josh Gordon was, like, gonna go to a workout, and then he put the eye emoji in, and Haskins replied with it, too. <laughs> But I think those are just
2: rumors. But
0: <laughs> uh, honestly, oh, Dwayne Haskins definitely needs receivers. Because I'm gonna be real, I Haskins reminds me a lot of Ben Roethlisberger because he has a strong arm. Sometimes he doesn't make the smartest choices, at least off the field. Anyway, and I know that a bunch of people were saying like, oh, he's too immature because after when he before the final nail down, he goes to take selfies. Our, and,
2: uh, our, our yeah. Yeah,
0: Okay, let me let me say something about that.
1: I don't
2: give a fuck. That was his first win, so let him do that. Yeah, that was yeah. His first win. So he can do what you want Dude, to do. If, bro, if you bro, if you lived here, you would realize how much our sports media obsesses over every little thing that goes on with the Redskins. I mean, just I mean, just even now, even now, just seeing the tweets about rumors of like there's more news out of the front office, and it is bad super bad. They treat that on like Monday.
0: It's oh, yeah. Wednesday.
2: Right now it's Wednesday afternoon. We haven't heard literally anything else. Forty-eight hours later, like, I mean, because granted, the team literally generates clicks because majority of because the majority of the fan base, majority of the fan base, is in the I'd say like thirty to fifty years old age category group. Like, they're the ones who grew up watching them win Super Bowls. So naturally, they felt tied into their history and so they're basically the target audience and it's just it's just, I mean we like i uh i i do apologize for bringing a race into this but mm. a lot of us like to sort of uh call 106.7 the fan uh 1067 the clan because they obsess over they obsess over kirk cousins to this day still and then they critique every little thing that Dwayne haskins does now natu- now naturally some in some ca- in some claim some claims of those i could say like oh yeah like i would totally believe just from what i know but I'd sort of saying the large scale stream it just depends on what's what's truly a person's attitude before jumping to race but a lot of the fan base's claims on 106.7 i i can't really i can't really argue against like Mm. the reporting is kind of just like garbage yeah i mean i'm
0: not gonna lie when you said uh people still obsessing over Kirk cousins i do know this one redskins fan i follow on twitter where he still is pissed that they let Kirk cousins walk and i don't know how we weren't gonna
2: he was we were he was not a guy that was gonna go nine and seven or eight and eight is not worth twenty-eight million dollars over the course of over the next three season or twenty eight dollars twenty-eight million dollars per season for the next three years.
0: I mean Kirk Cousins I think is an underrated quarterback and he definitely gets more shit than he deserves, but he I don't think he's a guy who can win you a Super Bowl.
2: Hits? honestly, yeah, I was gonna say I might actually believe you and I should say that because what sort of happened was the first. There's the crowd that thinks he's super good, and then there's the crowd that thinks he's overrated. And over the past three years, watch my hands. It's literally become a trend. It's already become a, like a trend just to say he's it's completely overrated, which is correct on paper. But you kind of do have a point. How there's gone to a there's gone to a point where it's. People aren't just even looking at like the good thing he does. They think everything he does is terrible or is like so bad. And it's like the worst. And it's like, well, I mean, it's not like he go it's not like he goes 0 16 or he's some Jamarcus Russell or Nathan mm-hmm. Peterman. Like the guy still the guy still puts up pretty good num- solid numbers. Yeah. And like when can win you like and can still win you some games. But he just does. <clears throat> I think for any for any hockey fans listening, he's like he's like the Bruce Boudreaux of quarterbacks. You like can win you many games, get you to the playoffs, have quite a bit of success, and then can get to the playoffs and just cannot take you to the next level to save his life.
1: I mean, he yeah. still so, so 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 I can so I can say that he did. I mean, he did have a good year last year. I'm, not, I'm did,
0: not, beat the, he did. did beat the
2: Saints on the road? That's absolutely yeah, correct. That-
0: I was really shocked when that happened. I'm not going to lie. Because I remember um, going into that game, I'm like, all right, Saints are going to e- easily win this by like three, four touchdowns. And then he's like, nope. Overtime, Kyle Rudolph. And, of course, Saint fans are like, up, That so. was hula-
2: That was hilarious.
0: <laughs> nah, yo, the Saints low-key. Uh, uh, no, I don't know about Loki. Saints have some terrible walk when it comes to the
2: playoffs, at least the last three years. Screw them.
0: Uh, yeah but i remember and it's like the
2: ne- yeah and then like the next round it's like they face the number one they they face the number one seed on the road so it's like there was only so much you could do about that yeah, per se. San say. Francisco
0: their defense is ferocious so so he's
2: definitely so like so a guy like him i mean they did just i guess they did just trade Stephon Diggs but yeah. we did we get in return
0: a uh, first round pick from the Bills, a fifth round pick and there might have been another like draft pick that's, like, in a year or two from now.
2: So he can a guy like Kirk can totally build momentum off of that one surprise victory and sort of adding who he had to go up against in the next round. So he's definitely on the right track. But like we said, losing Diggs, that's not going to be yeah. easy to replace at all. Yeah, but the first round pick that they got from
0: Buffalo, they used, I'm pretty sure they used to draft Justin Jefferson, the wide receiver from LSU, who... I mean, LSU was arguably the most stacked yeah. squad ever last year. I think Jefferson fit perfect as a two. Obviously, let Thielen be the number one. So we'll see how that works, but um, yeah, LSU, LSU was had like a we, pro, signed, had, we had Randy a Ma- player. signed yeah. Randy Moss's kid. Yeah, LSU last year literally had like a player get drafted at every single position, which I think is unheard of.
2: It was like yeah, yeah. That, team, that team is. That too was stacked. Discussion yeah, yeah, you know, Joe
0: Burrow like, now is the best one. So, first
2: overall yeah, I would, I, yeah, that. I, I so. would probably have them. I would. I think I would definitely pick them over the uh, 2018 Clemson team by at least a touchdown. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, I can't think of any other uh, stacked
0: stacked team that would beat LSU right now. Maybe honestly, maybe the Hurricanes back in the day when they had the the U when they had um. Clinton Portis and Ed Reed, or, or uh, 2002, I think it was right when uh, the U was just the U, and they
2: were 2001.
0: And, oh yeah, the my, 2001 Miami Hurricanes. That that Yeah, has, 2001.
2: Like, th- yeah, and then they got yeah, and then they got absolutely screwed the following year. But I'm also, yeah. bi- I'm also biased against yeah, Ohio well, State. Everything. So.
0: I mean, I'm I mean, I like Notre Dame, but I I hate Ohio State. I'm not gonna lie. I just they are there's are so many Ohio State fans in New York. I mean, because granted, New York doesn't really have, like, a college football team. And there is a decent amount of kids that I know personally that do go to Ohio State from New York, so I can kind of understand that. But it's like, you guys fucking are so goddamn annoying. JT Barrett was short, but they don't see it that way. Sorry, Ian. I had to say that. But also, they also were throwing a temper tantrum when um that – Dropped um that
2: fumble was uh, dropped the, the playoff fumble game. reception
0: yeah that was an incomplete pass like you can't sit there and tell me the straight face because they wouldn't have overturned that call if they didn't have evidence to overturn it
2: it was uh it was pretty it was pretty borderline and yeah and sort of your point on fan bases on sort of fan bases in New York I mean I mean New York technically does have Rutgers in the area except they're not exactly a Rutgers big is market team. <laughs> I mean, same thing can be said for the, the amount of Notre Dame fans in uh, Boston as well, that, and then yeah. down, and then like, and then down here, and down here with terms of like local football. I mean, people are obviously uh, Maryland fans, but several others might be some Navy fans. But there are of course plenty of like Notre Dame and Ohio State fans as well, and then Michigan too. So yeah, like, Michigan, in New part, New York, Michigan like- as well as in uh, New York, some of those big alumni base and big on big history big Ten schools sort of have a good alumni base in some of those big cities, like that was one of the reasons why the big Ten expanded over to those areas It was yeah it's not very it's not very like historic in those sense, but it's all money yeah, you,
0: money makes a well gone as um, we discussed this earlier <laughs> oh, absolutely.
2: <laughs> Good. Yeah, that's uh
0: yeah, the Big Ten has like fourteen teams and two of them are like not too far away from me. But
2: yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, it's like you're limited you're limited to conference play. Now we need Nebraska to go out to Rutgers to play. <laughs> yeah, like
0: I remember um, when the Big East tournament came to comes to Madison Square Garden every year, it's like some teams you have Creighton that's like um in Nebraska if I'm not mistaken, playing against St. John's, I'm like, yo, you're traveling like at least one time zone.
2: One yeah. Two. It is, no, it's one. Oh, okay. They're the same, yeah. yeah they're, they're same, uh, launch, longitude. Yeah. Longitude as Iowa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Iowa, Louisiana, yeah, so, Missouri.
0: Yo, it's so random because you have three teams that are actually on the East Coast and then everybody else is so out in the Midwest. I'm like, what the hell? Big East. <laughs> Big East. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the NCAA is honestly a bunch of a bunch of frauds, as you would know, Ian. But, but, um, they should be paying athletes. They should be put. They should bring back the NCAA video game. Bass. I want Joe Burrow on that cover. I will cop that right now, and I'm pretty sure half of America would too.
2: Mm, I mean, hey, the last person on the cover was uh, Denard Robinson. You I mean, don't ever forget that. <laughs> Damn,
0: yeah, I haven't played that game in like seven years. I missed that game. I also remember how they couldn't actually put Robinson's last name on it be like quarterback sixteen.
2: It, it's all individual image and likeness reasons. But Oh,
0: apparently now, um apparently apparently now the state of California is gonna allow NCAA athletes starting next year though to actually make money off their names. Or it might have yeah, been
2: California they know was like first state to do it like they have they quite they applied the pressure quite a bit before nice. the NCAA well, did the ruling themselves.
0: Alright, so, right, so Bronny's kid LeBron's kid is about to make some money now. Let's go. When oh, he uh, gets to the NCAA in uh, about two, three years, because I think he's probably uh, 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 Bronny
2: what if Bronny James uh comes to Duke, you know, and uh gets to play for Coach K. Mm, I don't see that happening. He might go Sorel. Yeah he's probably I mean, he's probably he gonna go he's go. probably gonna go to the G League. <laughs> no <I laughs> yeah, mean,
0: honestly, the tre- the trend the trend is happening. Me. Yeah, Zion I, Duke, Duke is was
2: the last the big talent. To, yeah, uh, sorry, go ahead. Dude, yeah, I
0: was gonna say Duke's definitely gonna be in the mix, but Zion was like the last like true superstar that yeah. would actually go
2: to college. Yeah, Dude. I agree. <laughs> you're gonna start seeing a uh, big change yeah. in this decade. Yep. Yeah, like I like
0: if you're good enough, they're gonna go right to the G League. It would not shock me at all. But mm-hmm. like Lamelo Ball also skipped college to. Go play overseas. I think that's gonna be a bigger trend now too. Featuring hopefully, hopefully in the middle of all. Feature Nick, hopefully. Well, the Knicks need the Knicks need a lot of things, but I mean Ian also likes the Wizards, so at least they're in somewhat of a better place than what we, we are. But imagine LeBar and uh, James Dolan. Like we need that. Oh, that will be yo. LeVar the culture is the actually side. damn good. Okay, Bruce Allen. <laughs> Nicole, yo honestly though, Lavar, I could actually see being the only person I have the balls to stand up to anybody in the media. Be like, yo, it's like I'll sit courtside and then LaMelo's gonna be guarded by LeBron. It's like my boy's better than the guy guarding him. It'd be it'd be a perfect thing for marketing.
2: But the media You're New York, York you already have a lot of marketing, just negative oh, marketing. Yeah. But no, like
0: put big baller brand in New York. It should help sales, but I don't know
2: how that's gonna work. The Knicks, not, um no. I haven't heard crap I mean, about Big I mean, Baller Brand in like the past couple of years.
0: I mean, I do like that company, I'm not gonna lie, but the Knicks, um the Knicks need a bunch of things. Obviously, point guard is one of them. I still wanna believe in Dennis Smith Jr., but it looks like the team doesn't. They need yeah, they're okay. gonna need a new coach. They need a bunch of things. Don't waste our
2: don't waste our Jay Barrett's a years.
0: Yeah, yo, honestly, what? yo, I saw the stat about the Knicks where they were literally like, um, ever since the Knicks won the lottery and they drafted Ewing, they've had about sixty-three players get drafted over that span. Fifty-seven of them never got a second contract. God, so, what? Six and thirty years. Yes. The only one I know off the top of my head was Charlie Warden. the dude played college football. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, I think he actually won a Heisman at Florida State <laughs> and he was playing basketball on the side too. And then the next, like, all right, let's draft him. He actually was a key contributor in the late 90s. So they're like, all right, here's the second contract. And then only five others have gone one since. Yeah, and I want to say one of he them. Key contributor until
2: you uh, ran into Dorian Pippen. So.
0: Yep. And then running into the Spurs and the Rockets and OJ. Fucking Broncos and the Pacers and all those fucking shits. And ever since the turn of the century, we have pretty much been a doormat.
2: that, uh, that one brief year in uh, twenty thirteen, you beat Boston. Oh, so long that ago. was
0: that was the only fun time I've ever had watching the Knicks. That was my senior year at high school. I remember, we actually won a playoff series, and then Mel got stuffed by Roy Hibbert at the rim. And both, of the, ironically enough, both of those guys' career went
2: downhill. Yeah. <laughs> Hibbert, don't forget Hibbert's a uh, PG County guy as well <laughs> yeah he was God. so he was so trash in the 2014 playoffs yo there was like, like if, if we were more if, if Twitter was like more mainstream like that year oh, as it really was means. in say like 2016 I just couldn't imagine all the meat. there would be so many more memes than there were yeah
0: like I remember when Chris Jenkins hit that shot and everything was a meme after that sorry oh man
2: oh, oh
1: don't bring that up yeah man.
2: especially you know, just especially given jordan's allegiances i think that was <laughs> the i think in the crying drain days that was definitely the big that was the biggest uh high amount of you know the you oh, know what's like after it, that. it it, it peaked there and it was downturn after that no literally
0: that the jordan photoshop like the Jordan crying meme is so has been so used so much that the original picture to me honestly looks photoshopped. <laughs> right. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs>
0: but, You're yo, honestly, I don't know if, if I'm Mike. I'm honestly trademarking that shit. <laughs> he's my, I mean,
2: hey, you still got plenty of sponsors. He can definitely uh, get more. <laughs> yeah, why not add some more revenue
0: yeah. to your net worth? You already
2: have billions, and maybe. Me, but yes, yeah, so
0: hopefully MJ one day actually learns how to see talent because he knows the Hornets. We all know the Hornets stink, but
1: yeah, the Hornets is
0: like the Hornets is like the second worst
1: team in the NBA. The the Suns are the world, worst. So well, I
0: was gonna say we're almost as bad as them, but I, but I mean, I personally do think they do have a good gem in Devontae Graham.
2: Yeah, uh, I was yeah, I was watching I was watching urinating trees video on the state <laughs> of the Hornets. And YouTuber. what he basically meant what he basically mentioned how because of Michael's drive and competitiveness to always win at all costs as a player, it's kind of costing him as a GM because he refuses to tank. Like he refuses, mean, he refuses to like sell off he refuses to like sell off assets to build like for the future, like have any rebuild years. And yeah, so he's just currently stuck in this Whirlwind of trying to, for how do I say this? Trying to let's say in the analogy of going from zero to two hundred in three seconds with a Prius.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I was thinking, the way I was comparing it is like he's trying to be like the Niners, where you go have the second overall pick one year and then go to the Super Bowl the following year. Now, obviously, San Francisco, they they had pieces to build around. They just needed their quarterback to come back and then add Nick Bosa. I do think Devontae Graham is a good piece for them to build around, but they have so many bad contracts that they're not gonna be able to build around him because you still have you you gave uh what's his name? Rogier $70 dollars million, $70 million or whatever and I don't think he's a bad player. Um Cody Zeller's contract is terrible. They Nicholas Batum's contract, I don't understand how in God's name he ever got a max, but what do I know?
2: Dude I don't like you don't yeah. hey. Don't, don't sleep on Justin school. The guy played uh, youth hockey in his uh, youth days in Breston, and he was actually a uh, defense partner with my brother. And then he ended up uh, quitting hockey in high school to uh, play football. He eventually went on to play at Bandy and then was drafted by the 49ers. And it's like now he's 315 because he's an offensive lineman. So There you go.
0: I mean, uh, so there you go. We know people who make it pro. Course, sadly, I wish I was one of those guys. My like, days are long over. No, but Ben, honestly, in um, North Carolina though, don't like people not go to Hornets games or whatever. Because every time I see them play the Knicks, it's like there's not a soul there.
1: Dude, like I,
0: like, I haven't been to a Hornets game, but it's like, but I seen photos like this.
1: The uh, arena is so fucking empty. Like it's it's crazy.
0: Yeah, it's, the sad thing is, I like the I I really like the Hornets uniforms, but they have like they have nobody.
2: Pro, pro, sports, pro sports in North Carolina is not exactly super big. Now, I mean, the Panthers benefited from their run in 2015. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: They, can. they violated Camo.
2: That's that's that. I would believe you on that. Now, I mean, I don't know what their fan base was like before their run in 2015, but we all on Twitter were accusing them of bandwagons. And looking back at that, I should probably look up if that was legitimate, legitimate claims were legitimate or not. But, outside, really, like outside of them, pro sports in Carolina don't exactly draw. They don't exactly draw a ton always. Like they'll draw when they're good, but yeah. not necessarily well, I mean, consistently. It's a it's a college basketball state.
0: Oh, definitely, as Ben would know. By far. Yeah, like I was gonna say. Um. Um. Yeah. The, the UNC and Duke will always outdraw the Hornets until the Hornets actually become championship contenders, which probably won't be for the foreseeable future. The Panthers, obviously, they're heading for a rebuild. But I, I found out this morning that they released Cam through text. Like they texted his agent, and then his agent called Cam, and then Cam called the the Panthers. Like you're releasing me.
2: He's like, yep, sorry. Why don't you let him know directly? It was like. You're trying to hide something. Yo, that's and, some uh, suspicious I mean, acting.
0: As Ian knows, I don't like Skip Bayless, but in his point that he had this morning on Undisputed, I totally agree with it. You waited until eight days in the free agency to release him. Now, granted, you were trying to trade him, get something back. Obviously, it didn't work out. But if I'm an athlete and you're going to cut me, call me in the your office and tell it to me like a man. Like, yeah, I'll be upset. Yeah. But That's how I would rather. It's like you get fired over a job via a text. I'd rather get fired from my job in person if I were to ever get fired.
2: <laughs> Come in the office, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: it's like, but also like, don't tell my agent. Tell me first, then <laughs> I'll tell the agent.
2: It's, uh, intriguing yeah, to so, say the least.
0: Yeah, Cam was um, Cam was like the face of sports down there for a while too. So he does, he deserved better. But
2: is he selling in Teddy Bridgewater? Even though I don't really like Teddy. Yeah, yeah, so he's, he's definitely he's definitely got he's he definitely has plenty left in him and I think he is a perfect fit with Belichick in New England. Oh definitely. Yeah, Pages will still be good though. But um yeah, hopefully we could surprised.
0: actually have sports.
2: Honestly, don't be surprised if they screw around and win the division yet again. <laughs> I could fun. see it. That'd be hilarious.
0: I mean, I'm just hoping we could have sports this fall because I know college sports are being canceled left and right. I feel like it's a, it's – we're just waiting on one domino to fall. Like if the Big Titan or Pac-12 cancel, they already canceled non-conference games for football. If they cancel any sport this fall, everybody's going to follow, and then we're going to be gonna stuck where we were four months ago.
1: What was that, Ben? Yeah, I think we're going to have football this year.
0: I mean, I don't think they're going to let mm-hmm. fans in. Corona on a
1: thing that's going to protect the players from getting it.
2: I don't want ne- to sound I don't want to sound I don't want to sound negative and this is just my personal opinion once again but I I personally don't expect uh I don't personally expect uh, NCAA sports to return until February with Spring Sports.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I agree with that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I don't you all see college basketball having it until next year which
0: which sucks Yeah, that's that's why all the players are going to go right to the D league, yeah. the G league. But also the one thing I saw at the NFL, it's like, all right, we're going to make these masks and whatever. But after the game ends, after we tackle each other, maybe get hurt, it's like, all right, no shaking hands after the game and no jersey swaps. I'm like, so it's okay for us to hit you for 60 minutes, but you can't swap a jersey that takes two seconds and be like that. I'll be like, yo, good game, bro. COVID
2: rate drops to 0%. That's dumb. Like, the, it, they're,
0: they're still going to have it done anyway. Like, watch. like, Exactly. Like, right. right. Like like let's just say Dwayne Haskins and Daniel Jones wanna do a jersey swap, they're gonna go do it in the locker room away from the public.
1: Or oh, they yeah. oh, say Quan, which which they're gonna do this year, so I mean
2: they're gonna do it in the locker room away from everyone and then and then one oh six seven the fan is gonna put out an article the next day saying, Does Dwayne Haskins jersey swap with Daniel Jones So a sign of weakness in maturity? More to follow <clears> at ten. <throat>
0: Yeah, that would be like what Skip Bayless does with LeBron. <laughs>
2: Honestly, it kind of is.
0: Yeah, because Skip is on LeBron's ass for like everything. Like it's like, holy shit, LeBron poured the milk before the cereal phone- for breakfast this morning. More like, next.
1: Get off his damn dick! Like you do do the shit every day.
2: <laughs> yeah
0: lebron is the only reason why skip has a job or a career oh, all it's how he makes his millions <laughs> well i mean yeah if it, if it, i mean if it ain't broke don't fix it but honestly yo, i i want one day lebron to just call out skip just Dang. one day yeah then skip's career is gonna end right there and then <laughs> but yeah hopefully we do have football this year i mean i don't know how i know uh town was like doing really bad with covid new york is doing a lot better how about uh North Carolina then has COVID down there.
1: Dude, it's going like up and down, up and
2: down, up and down. Up and down. So this is kind of yeah, we're on a stick. Yeah,
0: we're on a roller coaster.
2: Yeah. Virginia's is like slightly a roller coaster too. Like they had like – they like surged quite a bit at the beginning of May and then there's sort of like a small surge now. It's like – they're still kind of rampant there. I mean, after all, the state includes – like Northern Virginia hev- as heavily populated as it is, so mm-hmm. certainly plays a large factor in that. Yeah, I also can't. Yeah. Okay, I also can't believe that California had had like indoor movie theaters open. Like uh, that?
0: No, I don't see that. I mean, I could see maybe if you have a drive-in, like a
2: drive I like. Movie. Yeah, I didn't like understand it at all. Like, okay, I get that profit margins are some, but you're an indoor movie theater. Like, sorry, huh. you got like. <laughs>
0: That, don't, I mean, don't. I don't think movie theaters in New York have reopened yet. I think, well, where I live, we entered Phase 4 this past week. So, like, malls are starting to reopen. I haven't been to the mall that, yet, though. But you could go in do, do, door to eat. But you have to have a mask on, obviously. And you can't sit at tables right next to each other. And it's only X amount of people. We did have bars exactly. reopened slightly. But they all just got shut down. Because they're like, all right, there's way too many people in these bars. So,
2: shit. <laughs> it's, uh... Yeah, play, yeah, certain places are, of course, open at 25%. Some states, they might have them at uh, 50 Yeah. All right, so hopefully
0: we can all just wear our masks. We can get football. We can get our sports back. We can get everything back to normal. And
2: that's the way we're looking at it. It's like, if you really want sports to come back, stop whining about wearing a mask. Just put one on. And the sooner you do it, the the later that you will no longer have to worry about it.
0: Yeah, right? So... um. Yeah, hopefully we could fix that. So, Ben, uh, Ian, I had a pleasure talking with you guys today. I hopefully uh, you guys enjoyed this conversation too.
2: Thank you for having me on today. Really appreciate it. It's nice
1: to chat. No problem, chat. Ian. Yeah. So, uh, everybody, this this was a wrap for our first episode. We hope you guys enjoy it, and we're going to be bringing you weekly content. And if you want to come back on any time, just let us know, and we'll have you back on, man.
2: You know, you know, I will be interested, given when the time is right. So, thank you very much for that invitation as well take right. care, brother. Stay safe.
1: Sure, Peace. Sure. Peace. Peace.